Hello and welcome. I've got a special guest for you guys now. I'm now joined by... Joanne McGuire. And who would you play for? Cardiff Demons. And what's your position? I am a loose forward. So, as we stand, you're a double champion now. I am, yes. It's, uh, it's absolutely feels amazing. And it must be surreal because it's like... We were talking off air, and you played two finals as underdogs. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah, it, it is. It was a bit of sort of deja vu going into this um the final this year as it was last year. I think last year, obviously, the army went in favourites, and I think um the Broncos obviously went in favourites, being undefeated in the league. Um, so yeah, there was a little bit of uh, deja vu. Um. But also, we're really pleased that we got the same result as last year as well. That's it. You, you got into twice, and like Broncos went into this hot. They they went yes. into this. They were scorching. They look. They looked like. They looked good. Everything were clicking. You guys had that match of them. You right in there with it. And there were yes, two points. Yeah, definitely. So I, I last episode I did. I went into a deep dive and went through your results to their results all the way through the season. And it was literally, if it was a boxing match, it was blow for blow for blow for blow for blow for blow for blow till last round. Yes. So. Yeah, no, and to be honest, our, obviously, um, previous to the final, that's that's how the game went. It was, you know, we scored, they scored, we scored, it was a back and forth complete battle and it and it was decided right on the last whistle obviously um they had the try with seconds to go dived over the line and um they bagged the win so yeah it has been def- it was definitely back and forth um so we knew going into the final that it wasn't it was never going to be a you know a, a walkover because they are they are an outstanding team and they are quality it shows as well it shows the level but Super League South's got to this season. Yes. Lots of streaming. The streaming numbers are very, very good. Very yes, that's, good. that's obviously that's a really positive. That is something that we are aiming to do is obviously grow the sport. Um, we want to go out. We want to compete week in, week out. Um, we want to be closing the gap, obviously, on um, the Northern teams. To do that, you know, we need to be putting in quality performances. Cardiff Demons can only do that with quality oppositions like London Broncos, like the Army, where you get these really tough games. Um, but obviously then they produce really good viewing for um, the people watching at home and people who come to support us. That's it. Like I've watched quite a few because they've been on Twitch and things like that, which has been fantastic. Yeah. The quality compared to last season has got a lot better. But then when we, when we go back of how... The teams got started in Super League South last season, where some of them were like two weeks play. Yeah. You could yeah. you could tell the difference, like you yourself, your form rugby union player. It probably took a few matches to get to like you could probably do it, but then it's okay now. I really, know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, no, definitely it does. You know, we um a lot of um the London D, um the Cardiff Demons are um rugby union players. We come over from union um so it was switching 
it was using the knowledge we had from Union, switching over to League, but obviously a completely different set of rules. Um, so yeah, we had to really get um, get our go get our heads around that and um, go from there, really. So that's how. So that's there we are with double champions. So how did you get there? What was the first thing you did sports wise? What did you do as a child? Um, in school it would have definitely been netball. Um, that was sort of primary school, secondary school. I also really enjoyed um hockey in secondary school. Um, and then I um got into rugby actually because um my son Mikey was uh, starting to um started union, started to obviously move up the ages and you, you get introduced into tackling. Um, and he was one of the youngest and smallest on his team. Um, the dads would be shouting and cheering, you know, come on, make a tackle or come on, it's, it's not that difficult. Um, and then my local club, Nelson, did an open day for an open training session for women. Um, and I just thought I'd go along and, and see how I felt really to potentially have to tackle somebody, you know, twice your size or have the confidence to um, run with the ball in your hand. Um, I just understand what it felt like for him. Um, so I could really support him a little bit more, really. And uh, and then that's how I, uh, I definitely fell in love with the game then, myself. That's really good, though. Like, not... Right, I'll support my son. I was the best way. Right, I'll learn the sport myself. Yeah. It's all good these it's, people um, pitch side shouting. Yeah. But when it comes down to the doing, it's very different. It is, absolutely. And that's for and that's why I thought it's easy for me to stand on the side of it, of the field, you know, cheering for Mikey, telling him to do this, do that, when I had absolutely no idea how how it actually felt. I had no idea of what it felt to, you know, put on a pair of boots, take to the pitch, um and yeah, how that felt. So now I def I'm definitely in a position where um, I can help him more. And to be honest, he helps me. Um, he's always, obviously, he's a, a bit older now, and uh, he, he's always a training. Um, the girls and the demons, they know. Um, both my sons now, they, they're always a training, they're always at the games. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely um, helped all of us, really, to, um, it, it helps our relationship as a, Mother and sons, but also um, develops our uh, our uh, rugby skills. So you started off at Nelson. How long were you there for? Um, well, I actually started off at Nelson, um, and they at the time um, they couldn't actually get enough women interested to form a women's team. So I joined um, the next village over, Bedlinog. So I started off um, my actual playing career in Bedlinog. Um, then I moved down to Kilvanith um, because Bedlinog, um, they folded really. Um, so I went on to Kilvanith. Um, then I came, became full circle and uh, went back to Nelson and joined the Welsh Premiership. Also, by the time you you developed as a player, Nelson's got enough people together to, to go at yeah, it. Yeah, they, yeah, they grew there. Um, they've got a brilliant um, pathway now for... Uh, girls rugby so they've got under 15s um under 18s so yeah they grew um their pathway their team was i think it was developed for the women's team was going for a year um 
so then I thought, you know, I wanted to be sort of a um, a one club family. So um, my partner plays for Nelson, I play for Nelson, and obviously my uh, two sons play for Nelson. So yeah, it's really good. That's decent. So if you're you're all there at one one club, I bet you're there every night. I bet one member of your family's there and near enough every evening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. During the during the union season, yeah, we're pretty much yeah living at uh, Nelson RFC. Yeah. <laughs> How did you become involved with Cardiff then? Um, I became involved with Cardiff. Um, it would have been through the Ronda Outlaws. Um, obviously, that's um, my club team in Wales. Um, and then the Cardiff Demons was like a step up. So it'd be club, Cardiff Demons, then Wales. Um, so yeah, I went there with um, some of my teammates from um, Ronda Outlaws, Stacey, Zoe, um, and that's how I then became involved with the Cardiff Demons. I mean, they're on the route. If I'm not mistaken, a lot of the original Welsh national team for rugby league was made up of Ronda players. Yes, yeah, they were. We um, uh, we actually um, one of the girls, Keris Bachelor, um, her dad founded um, the was part of the original. Ronda Outlaws men's club, um, and she played a massive part in getting um, you know, women involved and growing um along with Buzz, the the women's team, um, so yeah, a lot of the players were originally from the um Ronda Outlaws. That's good though. So it means that players have gone into the Cardiff team with pedigree as well. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of um. Um, players also had um, rugby experience from playing rugby union yeah. um, at a really high standard as well. There was lots of premiership, um, Clean Falcons. They had a lot of um, representation in that team. There was also, um, you know, like Division 1, Division 2. So the, the pedigree was um, outstanding. It, it, it kind of shows, it kind of makes sense, is if you've got a team with loads of people who are fighting for position straight away from day one, yeah, day one you might have, and, and yeah, and that was definitely the case. It was never um, sort of like use your jersey, you know, and this is yours now for the season. It was, you know, girls, if you wanna, if you wanna be part of the team, you've got to work for it. Um, and I think that made um, a few selection headaches for um, noobs, the coach. <laughs> So, but I think as a coach, that's what you want. You want those selection headaches. You want girls showing you what they can do. You want girls showing showing up to training week in, week out, um, putting in the time, putting in the effort, pushing each other as well to be better, pushing each other to um, improve their skills, um, not only in our training sessions together, but doing the work outside of the training sessions because obviously the coaches only have a small amount of time with us every week. It's about what we do outside of those sessions as well. I, I so always I always say that to, to players like with the way sport is now you can't afford just to do it on the training paddock anymore. Yeah, oh definitely no. There's no um obviously the, the training session noobs and Wayne set up they are fantastic but they are such a small part of the week. Um and we've had a brilliant um, SNC and Max who would set um, what we'd need to be doing 
to to push to better our skills to better our fitness levels because when you play in rugby league you really really do need to step up your fitness you know you need to be stepping up because particularly in games against like the army um london broncos those last 20 minutes when you feel like oh i've got nothing else when you've got a good snc when you've been following it that is going to get you over the finishing line now so you're able to empty the tank um and get a win really yeah so you, uh, what did are you one of the original players for cardiff then yes yeah so you're there from day dot year one good in a couple of rounds and yes it, it looks like it's the army's year because you know barring one or two slips yeah they look looked really good what was it like when you were getting to the finals did, did you feel confident yeah do you know what we um that first year it was it was all new to us um like rugby league, um, I, th- I think I think it was like for for most players in Super League South. I think every team grew. Like a lot of teams had yeah. to figure it out what they was doing in a really short period of time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We we really did, you know, on that, and I think that's just goes to show how well the coaching staff, as I said, Noobs and Wayne. Um, they were putting in the time, they were putting in the effort, and, I, and that's, you know, in training and also giving us feedback. We've got, obviously, our group chats, um, giving feedback one-to-ones. So that was just helping us then improve our knowledge and understanding of rugby league. So how did you start visualising what was going to happen in the matches? Well, obviously, we were um, really fortunate um, to be able to watching for free on our league um, being able to stream that being able to watch what um, the women in the north are doing and also the men so being able to visually see what the coaches are trying to show us absolutely helps them when we can take that onto the training ground it's, ma- it's massive as well and like you go into year one and there's matches on twitch so then you you're not playing or you can watch them later on on there and you see your opponents, you can see, like, what's what and who's what. Yeah, that's, that's, that's honestly, that's so important um, to be able to, to, to grow, um, having those. And also for um, our supporters, you know, our family members, friends who are, weren't able, are not able to travel to games, being able um, to watch the final on Twitch. Um, so, because they obviously travel to home games, and sometimes it's just that they're not able to make that final, but they were still able to be a part of it and watching it um, on Twitch. And as you said, being able to watch it back, see what we're doing well, and see what maybe is not working so well, so that we can go and the coaches can go, right, here's the plan, and here's how we're going to improve. It's helped massively. I, I, I sometimes think that people are watching less and less television. That's like a 100% fact. I think sometimes women's rugby league should be the first sport to go digital. Yes. Go. All our matches. Definitely. We might not have the highest quality of visual, as in like we might have the best cameras and the best audio, but 100% of them you can watch. Yes. 
Yeah, definitely. And being able to reach a wide audience is really yeah. important for the growth of rugby league, um, women's rugby league in general. Um, and I think that's if you um, if people look at the you know the Cardiff Demons um, social media page and the team try and share a lot of what's going on. So the more people sharing the posts, the more it's getting out there. Um, the more people are seeing that this is a sport that we're playing um, in South Wales, rugby league for women in general, um, and it's all part of developing and growing the sport. Well, that, that's another thing that you, you've done fantastically with Cardiff is you've not hidden away what you're doing. You've had social media, so yeah. like you share it and maybe a friend of a friend of a friend sees it and it builds and you're getting good numbers on it. Teams are up there, what's happened, there's photographs everything you could you could actually just without having to watch too much of anything you could follow what that team was doing yeah yeah definitely and that's you know and that's part of of the journey and and that's what it is it's a journey and we want people to to get involved to be involved you know there may be somebody um who's seeing these posts um liking these posts you know we want them to get involved they could be potentially someone's niece, someone's sister, you know, someone's auntie who's really good rugby player or who thinks, you know, do you know why? That's something that I want to try um, so that we can signpost them then to their local team to give it a try because that is how the game is going to grow. It definitely. So you do year one, you, you win that. It's like underdogs win it, nail-biting match. And I mean yes. nail-biting that was one of the best fi- the best finals of any match I've ever seen final wise because it was literally down to the wire and it looks like it's gonna happen, it looks like it's gonna happen. You could see the momentum and it does come on to this season, defending champions. You've got the nines and everything. So yes. you, you throw something completely different in there. How was that for you? That that, like I said, that was completely different. <laughs> like, right, last season, you know, rugby league was completely new. As you said, the start of the season, we were throwing nines now. You know, girls learn something new. But it was fantastic to play some of the northern teams. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it wasn't the, the, the full, you know, rugby league, but, nine, but as nines. But it, it was such a good experience, such an eye-opener as well for all of us. It's one of them, you could... You could... If, if when teams get to the point where they can start developing in schools and stuff like that, nines is easy. You need nine, only need like nine from one school, nine, nine from another. You don't yeah. need big numbers. You could do it from one class. Yeah, absolutely. So, and it's got, you know, you've got all this, the, the skill set that you need um, to play rugby league. And like you said, the numbers then, you just need nine. You can get that from one class. That's it. So you, you do the nines, new experience. Probably a lot of a lot of players like first time traveling up to to Northern England and going up against some players with household names were there. Yes, yeah, it was, and it was it was such a it was such a good day. The full day from start to finish, every game we played, we learned something new. Um, played against new players as well. We hadn't played against any of the. The, the teams that we played again, so it was all new to us. But it was it was a fantastic day, really, really good day. That's it. I, I, I hope I hope things like that stay as fixtures. I like to see them as pre seasons, and you know, 
maybe split yeah, into two, no, over over two venues and winners go through like they had they did in this into another thing and yeah it's absolutely yeah. fantastic so you go we're in this season now again as the season goes on it's you all London you all London you all London you play yeah. was it eighteen twenty to London when you played the last game yeah. yeah. They, um, and again, that game was back and forth, back and forth, all game. And they um, last play of the game, they managed to it, get yeah. off the try line. Um, and it was our first, it was the Cardiff Demons' first sort of loss in in the league and everything. And yeah, the the feeling in the changing rooms was very sombre. Yeah, because it was one of the um, matches where they almost go. Two undefeated teams have come together at that point in the season. Um, yes. Whether it takes it, you can't really see anyone other than the two of you taking it, but win off each other. And yeah. Yeah, you, you take you take it and you... Sometimes it's good to have your nose blooded. Yeah, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not the worst thing that could have happened. You know, it was our, it was our first loss, but we took learnings from it. It wasn't just, oh, we've lost, heads are down. It was, yeah, we've lost, what do we learn from this? Where yeah. do we go from here? What can we do now to improve um, and, and to move forward? Yeah, and you go like, you learn a lot about London that day. Yes, definitely. From last, last season to this, probably the most improved Super League South team is London. Yes. Because you guys have stayed at the top and gone across with it where yeah. they've, they've come and they've got league leaders, they go undefeated. Yes, they did, and then yeah. You come to the final, which was this weekend, and take it away with what happened with that and how you felt going into it. Going into it, it was... Um, my partner actually mentioned um, after it, he said it was a, everyone was really calm. Um, players were really calm, we all arrived. Um, and I think that's got a lot to do with how we um, approached the week. Obviously, we had the, the loss to London Broncos, then we played the army in the semi-finals and we won and that was a real again another nail biter. And from those two games, through, yeah, those two games, we really learned a lot. We learned that, you know, we learned to trust each other, trust ourselves, trust our skills, um, and trust the process. Um, so yeah, we came into that really calm, the final, um, and we knew we had to start strong. We knew we couldn't then get their foot in the door because they are a quality team. They've got quality players. So it's just about starting strong and make, being able to maintain that. That's it. You, you, you go from last time, go. If they're in with a shout with any minutes to go, they can have us. Yes. We cannot let yeah, them absolutely. have the yeah, shot. Was more, and that was, that was the message of, you know, kind of don't take your foot off the gas. Start strong and stay strong. You don't take your foot off the gas. Once once we started, there was there was no stopping until the final whistle. When you know when you're in play, stay switched on because at any point, you know they have the capacity to be able to strike and score. So we needed to stay switched on and focused for the whole game. That's it. You, that there is giving them the ultimate respect as well. Going, we know what you can do to us if we are not hundred percent right now. If we're any less oh, at any point, you'll have us. Absolutely, any switch off, any switching off. Um, we knew and we know what they're capable of. They, 
they are a brilliant team. They've got fantastic players. Um, obviously, through through Wales, you know, we play with Emily uh, Hughes and, and Cass Salter. So we know what just those two players are, are capable of. Um, and they've got a fantastic squad. So any la- loss of concentration, lack of focus, we knew they were able to, um, to get that upper hand on us. So it was a matter of just staying focused throughout the whole game. And it, again, the third big game at that stadium that season. Yes. Which was fantastic for it to have and fantastic for everyone around there. And visually it was great to watch. It was a fantastic match to watch as well. Yeah, it was it was fantastic to play in. <laughs> so you've come away from that, you're a double champion. Yes. Two years on the trot. Again, I don't ever think it's a bad thing in sports when you can turn around and go, that's the best. Yeah. It's all, it's always easy to tell. Like, um, no, so you, you, you can kind of say this is like maybe with another year, it's, it's a Cardiff era. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we've we set that standard now and we want to maintain that standard. Um, we don't want to obviously standards to drop um and when new players are being brought in you know they they're well away as well of those high standards that have been set and as i said there's it's a big squad um you know it's not always the squad you see taking the pitch there's you know players out injured players that haven't been selected but there's always somebody knocking on the door so every person in that shirt on the weekend knows that there's someone behind them ready. So it, it pushes us. It keeps it keeps pushing us to, to be the best that we can be. That, that's probably where you've got the two final wins from because if you can't rest in training and yes. you do anything wrong, you know, okay, I've lost my place and I know how good that player is and I know yes. if they get ahead of me, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, and there is a healthy competition within the squad of um, we're massively supportive of each other, but everybody also wants to, wants to be part of that game day squad. So there's that healthy competition of pushing each other to be better than we was in the last game, to take away, you know, rewatch the game, take away what you can, work on your skills, work on your fitness, and, yeah, be the best that you can be. That's it, and... What has your what has the reaction to you guys winning again been? Have you have you had a bigger media reaction this season than last? Um, yeah, I think. Um, I don't know if it was. I don't. I don't really know if we. Um, because I've def I've definitely seen more posts online about you guys winning this year. Yeah. Than last year, so I don't know if you I guys have like. Been. Yeah, I think there's definitely been more coverage this year um, than last. Um, as I said, we've got a fantastic social media page. Um, and then from that, we've also got um, fantastic photographers, like our team photographer, Dean. You know, he's there, um, training, games, everything, <laughs> bus journeys. So that, when That's it as well. So we'll one more mention with this. On Facebook, Twitter... Insta, just type in Cardiff Demons. First one that comes up, then. 
You can tell. <laughs> yeah. Just, you've got your permission as soon as this is finished. Just go give him a like. Yes, definitely. Absolutely. 110%. He's absolutely fantastic. And it's not it's not hard, like, it's just Cardiff Demons. Yeah, you know, like, two words, two things to type in and it'll pop up first, first on yeah. the search. So, yeah, you, you've won it. You've definitely been more press on it this season. Yeah. Because I've seen more posts. I think a lot of that is to do with how hard the teams on have worked, on social media have worked now. Yes. Oh, absolutely. As I said, we've got a fantastic social media page. And we're also, um, as a team, sharing our content. Um, and as I said, we've all got union teams. They're also sharing their content. You know, there's teams within our union clubs resharing the content. Um, and that's that's what it's about. It is about, you know, the, those, those shares, those reshares, um, and getting the information out there. That's it. We're in the social media age where everything and everyone... We are. And every company is there. So... Yes, absolutely. You've done the right thing. What we'll do now, we're going to wrap up in a second. Is there anyone you want to give a shout-out to before you go? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to um, shout-out my family. Um, my sons, Mikey and Corey, who have to put up with mum. You know, training, games... Um, my partner, Anthony, who does, um, you know, the same, has to put up with me going to training and games. My mother was always there. Um, and then the some of the team behind the team. So, obviously, shout out to all the girls, part of the Cardiff Demons. But our team behind the team, so that's Ian Newbury, um, our head coach, Wayne, our assistant coach, Mark, our physio, Max, who's our S&C, um, Shawnee, who was our captain last season, still a massive part of um, the Cardiff Demons. Fingers crossed returning next season. Um, yeah, so those are my shout-outs. Perfect, and we'll definitely be getting you on soon. <laughs> so watch this space. Thank you, and hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs>